Greetings all. Well, I come before you, hat in my hand, both literally and metaphorically, because it's still very difficult to wear my hat with these new headphones. But it happened to us again. No, no, it's not that we're releasing on Thursday, but that also happened as well. Let's be honest. But we seem to have lost another episode. Yes, that's right. We have another Vault Shenanigans episode. For those that may or may not know, the Vault Shenanigans episodes are ones lost in time, as they were, from who knows when. All I know is this episode is probably pretty close to like three or four months old. It it fell behind some shelves in our vault. Um, we are in the process of looking for a new, a new um, you know, station manager, which you'll hear about in a future episode. So hopefully these Vault Shenanigans episodes won't happen as much once we get some help around the office to keep these things in line. That being said, in this episode, it's an episode, and you are going to hear things and stuff about shit. Um, we're gonna laugh, we're gonna cry, some parts are gonna be really serious, other parts are gonna hurt. Caution, the ground may be slippery and you might trip. Um, I'm sure I will talk about science. Cody will probably talk about politics. Um, there'll be some puns. Um, one of us is gonna release a wide-flung revelation about ourselves that's gonna make you question our very beings. We will probably share some recipes for, you know, baked goods, but ethnic baked goods of Eastern Europe. One of us may get sucked through a sucking vortex in time, leaving us stranded in a bygone era having to fight off an evil menace that has been trying to overthrow history. All of these things could be coming your way soon, because I have no clue what's in it, because I haven't had a chance to listen to the episode before releasing the episode. But don't worry, that doesn't mean it's a live nudes episode. My hapless sidekick happily did the grunt work on this episode to get it edited into pristine levels of grandeur that you only know and love for me. He slaved over a hot keyboard. For, for weeks at a time getting this ready for you. So, if there are any problems with it, don't come crying to me is what I'm saying. If you hear something stupid, or if this episode isn't up to its usual level of wit and humor, you know who to blame. And with all of these things and more, I bring you this week's theme song. Welcome to another week of board shenanigans. As always, I am joined by the venerable Reverend Brewer, a man whose verbosity is only exceeded by his stupidity, a man so low he could milk a pregnant steak. That's right, the walking case made for mandatory sterilization. Wait, milk a pregnant steak? I didn't realize steaks were required milking. And also, I did not have an insult ready for you at all. I'm here with Cody James, a man I just don't even have the time or inclination to come up with an insult for. There we go. <laughs> I will put no thought to him when I don't have to. I barely remember his name. Oh, that's right, and that's the level of preparedness you're in for this 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 go around. So, Brewer, other than not hanking the time for insults, anything wonderful and or exciting happened to you this week? Oh, I'm sure there has been, but the better question is, can I tell you about them? Oh. Well, I mean, I guess I can. 
I, I guess I can I can tell you about you know what what I did at work because um, you always regale us with that. Well, this week um, it, it was time for the big presentation where we message redacted. <clears throat> oh really? Well, like so, how did that go? Well, you know, yeah, we, we met with, we met with the message redacted, and and he showed us like you know what was going on. He was, it was and he was so so excited, and then message redacted. And this, so, then, so, you know, this so is where you, they walk and oh, so you you mean they're they're gonna put a in the right next to the yeah yeah it's kind of like that but 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 there's with with more of a slope oh that's crazy and then so finally you'll be able to like walk in and get a off of the line and you don't have to anymore with your Presbyterian yeah yeah it's it's this, it's this big deal and you know I'm, I'm sure you know. I'm sure I can tell you all of this stuff, I, I, and there's no reason why I couldn't. I mean, it's just it's it's great stuff. But yeah, I, I mean, I spent so much so much time working on the and it oh, and it was filled with caca caca. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, it was it, it was great. So look forward to that, you know, world. We have changed the face of it. Well, I I, I know that I know that would be really nice to be to be able to get proprietary product here from that from that place, and then you won't then you won't have to go to pr- proprietary products current location, which is much more convenient for everybody. Really, yeah. this is this is a good thing for all of mankind. It, yeah, it is. I mean, pe- people will be talking about this moment in history. All, all around the campfires of the future, people will be singing these the, these days songs when they trying to recreate the glory after you know the the third apocalypse. Well, who could argue with a well thought out analogy like that? Well, um, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I said it, Cody. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> people will be people will be spending spending their lives and and losing their lives hunting through the the records of 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 the foregone era to dig up these secrets that we have came up with secrets of message redacted well that that definitely and is and their spouses <laughs> that certainly is wonderful and exciting and i'm yeah, exactly. and, I'm, and i'm glad that we we get to hear all of that in its entirety on on this show breaking yeah, the breaking new- news yeah breaking the news that will impact impact the world and society forevermore. Bored shenanigans. That's what we do. <laughs> it's exactly what we do. It makes us loose like a slinky. <laughs> the only podcast that gets you loose like a slinky while impacting the, the future of mankind. Indeed. <laughs> and we impact mankind hard. <laughs> we do. Uh. <laughs> With our hard, impacty parts. Okay, so I've wanted to do this for a week, and I'm not even going to segue properly into it. I'm just going to do it. Brewer, I've included in our usual list of notes a superhero name generator, which I which I received from from an adoring fan. He knows who he is, and I'm not gonna I'm not going to pander to him. Yeah, now, what, what I'm going to need face. what I'm going to need you to do is I'm going to need you to uh, take such link and uh, generate generate us a superhero name, and uh, we're going to go from there. And all oh, of you, all of you listening at home, I encourage you to do this as well hmm. I, I will choose uh make random name first as my option and uh let, well let's go with mail to start to make it easy um so i'm going to generate one off of my own name oh okay okay so 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 so, so see what we get here what well, <clears throat> my superhero name is the white polygraph ah <laughs> uh, yes the white polygraph <laughs> indeed yes and uh my superhero name is dr jupiter how is that based on your name oh i did a random one. Oh, <laughs> you said you were doing it on your name i changed oh, my i changed my mind halfway through do i need to do one off my name i'll do one off my name i i, I guess i was just really really excited i'm like what does that mean <laughs> 
What name did you input? We're going to be Dr. Jupiter. I like it better. You, you like it better? Well, what'd you get? Uh, the Silk King. <laughs> Once again, I ask you, what, what does that have to do with your name? I don't know. I just put it in. Ah, what? well, yes. So what, what was yours again? I'm the White Polygraph. I can come up with a better one if we need to. No, 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 no. White Poly... The Tales of... So, doing this just now and using yeah. all of our improv skills, which we're known far and wide for, mm-hmm. what... What would Dr. Jupiter and the tale of the white polygraph be? So I guess I guess what it would really come down to is, how did the white polygraph attain his powers? Well, I mean, with a name like the white polygraph, um, I, I feel he has probably has the ability to, to, to tell if you're lying or not, right? Um, he's, he's also, I, I think, being the white polygraph, it means um, he, he's probably at, you know, an upper crust um, um, American fat cat. Who, on his spare time, detects lies, I guess. <laughs> Do you think someone called the White Polygraph would be, you know, from Jamaica? <laughs> I honestly never thought about it before right now, but no, not at all. There's no way! Uh, and you know, I mean, it could also, I, I, I think he might be kind of bumbling, because I, I would assume a white polygraph in and of itself would be giving you zero information. <laughs> so maybe that's also one of his powers. I, I think he's kind of, he's probably a noir detective. Ah, I, cause, yeah, because you know he's, he's he's the white he's the white polygraph. You know he's he, 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 no one can tell when he's lying. Maybe as well. Um, so he, he, he makes it very good for him to get in and out of uh, tight spaces when when, when there's you know when a lady walks in that you knew was trouble. You know the moment she starts shaking her her moving sticks. Um, anywho, <laughs> like, you know, I, how would he get this power? Um, um, after after decades of intense interrogation in in the Mal- Malaysian countryside. Uh, that's how I feel you would get the this sort of power, um, where, where because he used to be a uh, member of the Foreign Legion or something, and was captured by, by rogue agents of, you know, for nefarious deeds to bring about trying to glean every little piece of information he had, which he had none of. And now he is now an expert at this. And so is he? A, is he he's a force for good, I take it, right? I believe so, because, I mean, I think you'd be called the Black Polygraph if you were a force for evil, right? Hey, 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 don't get racist on here. <laughs> I'll try not to in this episode. <laughs> I'll try not to. Well, like, like, every, like every great hero, he needs an equally great villain. And I envision Dr. Jupiter's powers... Uh, I, I would say I would say that he would have to have been in his in his pre-criminal life. He'd have to been a simple man who had a who had a hankering to watch the stars. When you know, had I really really enjoyed really enjoyed astronomy. Well, that that's that's all what happened until until he bought a bought a sub a subpar value discount telescope. And while looking at it at, at Jupiter, it had a crazy chemical reaction explo- exploding and dri- driving him to madness. And now. Now, with Jupiter-like strength, he he has declared his war on society. Oh, I see. See, I you know I would get from the name Doctor Jupiter. I mean, I, I would assume he was also a very large, fat man that um, talks a lot. In other words, I'm saying he's a bag of you know hot air. I actually have to look up what the fuck Jupiter is as a planet. I don't know. It's a big gas giant planet. It's a failed star, if you must know. So yeah, there we go. He he, he dreamed of being a and a famous <laughs> astronomer, and then he fa- he failed he failed, and so now he's but, but going he to... talks a lot. <laughs> yes, and he's the per you know the perfect perfect thwart to the white polygraph as he as he just verboses out outlandish tales, and the white polygraph <laughs> must determine which of these are true and which of them are falsehoods. Yea, they will be locked locked in this battle for all eternity. Well, I, I feel I'm going to need some help from, from, from my superhero friends, you know. The, the White Polygraph's going to need his help to, to help this. So I think um, Captain Quark is who's going to come to his aid. Ca- um, Captain Quark, you say? And... Yes, Captain Quark. 
Um, after leaving leaving aside his bartending ways, um, he gets his own star, Starcraft in which he flies throughout um, uh, around you know the outer reaches of the Federation, you know, serving drinks to 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 miners and helping out um, stop. As, as you as you are joined with your helping crime, I am joined by the Baroness of Evil herself. That's right, the Web Bat. Now <laughs> you're getting funnier names than I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, the 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 web bat, whose uh, origins are mysterious and unknown, appear appeared one day at the at the right hand of Doctor Jupiter to, to help help lead lead the world into an entang an entangled web of evil. Is it a question? <laughs> And the the powers that the web bat would <laughs> would possess, I think, would be something along the lines of uh, high high pitch sonar and um, webs, obviously. So as as well, she see, would I assume tr- maybe, maybe it's a it's a bat that can also swim, so it's like webbed feet. That too, <laughs> it, from from land, from sea, from webs. They're like all webs of all kinds. In fact, we, we, webbed feet, we, webs from spiders, uh, other various kinds of webs. <laughs> that, that's the kinds master of master of the internet. Is yeah. that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, uh, and all kinds of bats as well. The kind that fly, the kind you play baseball with. You know, blinking their, blinking her eyes seductively. These are all powers that the web bat has. So. From all, from all, no, no one is safe as Doctor Jupiter and the Baroness of Evil, the Web Bat, depend of descend upon the fair city, uh, White Sulphur Springs. Oh well, of course. Not abandoning our own principle, but abandoning our own principle here for a minute. How many yes. people, like, how much fan fiction has been based on using these kinds of generators? Oh, I'm sure a lot. Um, I'm sure there are better ones out there. Hopefully, where you could hopefully fill in a lot more options other than names and <laughs> and genders. Have you ever used one of these for like a Morrowind or something? Have you ever done this? I don't think so. No, 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 no. I haven't. <laughs> no. What am I? <laughs> No, I, I, I mean, I'm sure there has to be some sort of, I, you know, somebody had to take the time and, you know, energy to put together a really, really good, you know, story name generator thing to help you out with things. But I've only come across the funny, interesting ones. Well, I'm looking for a good story name generator. And see well, while we you can... do that, um, I will inform you that apparently um, uh, the Dr. Jupiter's plans are, he, he, he is... In his vast attempt to gain control over whatever the hell he's trying to gain control over, <laughs> um, fame and fortune, um, <laughs> Titan, I guess. Trying to unlock I, the secrets of Titan. What? I, I found one that's uh, like book uh, fantasy title book generators, and it, it's pretty good. God of nightmares, goddess of tomorrow, criminals of fortune, hunters of dreams, wolves of tra- wolves and traitors, phantoms and spiders, borders of greatness, dooms of. Front line, vanished at sea, and life behind myself. Dude, there's like, oh my, I, I think I found the one you wanted, because now you can go, like, Final Fantasy and Star Wars and shit, huh? I don't know if it's the one I wanted, but it's, apparently it's the one I needed. <laughs> it's, not the, it's, it's, it's not the name generator you wanted, but it's the one you needed right now. Apparently, yes. <laughs> it is the name generator of the dark. The one that stalks the shadows. Ooh, post-apocalyptic society names. Ooh. That sounds fun. Tell, tell me some. Uh, I don't have a link to this. 
<laughs> Human Experimentation Brotherhood, The Honor Alliance, The Lost Soul Union, Neo-Human Cooperative, Black Moon Coalition, The New Friends, The Infected, The Freaks, The Roaches, and The Vanished. Ah. I don't know if I particularly like any of those. Maybe The Vanished, that could be, is, I don't know. Oh, it only gives you like 10 of them, because then it just like keeps recycling the same ones. Oh. And like in different ways. Because it's like, ooh, the new Supremacy Syndicate. That's not bad. That's, like that's not bad, no. That's... That, 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 one's, that one's pretty good. Okay. Ship names, title names, werewolf names. I didn't know that they... Had uh, special names? <laughs> well, now I gotta Jim go Carruthers. down. Carruthers. <laughs> Arthur Flanagan. <laughs> Larry Sanders. <laughs> uh, the Black Howlers, the Morning Shadow, Dusk Eye Pack, Tranquil Dream oh. Pack. Red-eyed pack. You can't no, think would... of these on your own. I'm disappointed, no, I'm werewolves. Gonna... That's right, all yeah. werewolves listening out there, you should be more creative than these things. Yeah, I, I guess I was... Well, one, I figured out why I was wrong. Apparently, it's 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 names of werewolf packs, which I guess is different than what I was imagining. <laughs> but, you know, I, I want I to take a moment to pause on the Tranquil Dream Pack. What does that mean if you're a, were- a group of werewolves and that's your name? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I truly do not know. Here's the link to this. Enjoy this. <laughs> I, I, beats the fuck out of me. Descriptions. Oh, good the... lord, there's so many of these. Oh my, dude, that's why, that's why I just sent this to you. Like, I cannot cover this myself. I am not, I'm not, not that good of a reporter. What, what is this? Oh, I'm gonna go for descriptions. Um. Well, I'm gonna go for real names. Ooh, <laughs> hip, a hippie name generator. This has some potential. Ah, oh, boo hiss. <laughs> what? Paisley, Ruth, Cloud, Charlene, Sunflower, Mystery, Boo Hiss. It's not... Well, I mean, I get the, you know, what were you expecting from hippies? I, <laughs> I don't know. Have better names on your random name generator. Well, in, des- in descriptions, you're going to find a, a, a set of them that are probably going to be interesting to you. We, we have we have shotguns, weapon descriptions, and I'm assuming <laughs> I'm assuming a rifle is probably assault rifles, not like asshole rifles. <laughs> <laughs> Anal rifles or something. Yeah, yeah, where, where it's where it's like, oh well, they, you know, they, you you get this rifle, and it's like, you know, when you pull the trigger, so bolts coming out, it's just like, your mother's fat. <laughs> the high capacity, the high capacity insult rifle. <laughs> You're ugly. Nobody loves you. You smell terrible. <laughs> Well, yeah. under uh, the killer name generator, I, it's it's a little less... As, exci- as in they're awesome? <laughs> no, as in, like, what I was expecting was, like, leave Harvey Martin, you know? Because, like, all, all good serial killers have that, like, middle have name, John, na- w- yeah, yeah, John yeah, Wayne Gacy. Well, no, this is, like, you know, the alphabet killer, the white horse butcher, the habit slayer, the spotless killer, <laughs> the <laughs> challenge like the slayer. slayer. <laughs> right? The habit slayer really sounds like something that's, like, advertised on late night television as, like, an infomercial. Like, you... Do you have a habit you're tired of? Do you, are you? Is this preventing you from get, getting busy with your best gal? Now with the new. See, I thought ha- I had to do with nuns. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. That's funnier. <laughs> oh man, That's let's a- go robot names. What do robot names give me? Um. Oh, the generic planetary analysis unit. Well, of course. Um, Ooh, nightclub names. Oh, that's pretty good. Well, it would be in theory. <laughs> Fabric, <laughs> altitude, club fiction, club realm, the gallery, the temptation, the shout. What about the... instrument name? What do I get from this? Oh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce any of these, so I'm assuming they're realistic enough. Um. <laughs> I'm going to go with Irish names and see what happens. <laughs> 
the, this is the hinge pin of this website. If it can't give me good Irish names, I, I'm giving up on it. Oh, well, of course. I, I'm sure they'll be just as good as anyone we come up with, right? Now I have to look. Oh, sweet God, I can't pronounce any of these. <laughs> I know, they're like, they're like traditional Irish names. Yeah, I was thinking, from like, of, you know. From like the 14th century, yeah. <laughs> we were hoping for like Patrick Shanigan O'Malley's. And... Yeah, that was what I really wanted. Ooh, God names. God and goddess names. Oh, this is weak. <laughs> It's like Zuper, God of Fortune, Sila, God of the Mountains, Exhunaha. Like that's no fun at all. Well, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try to come up with like the I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to choose the boringest one, and see what we get. Um, Cliffs and fjords. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna go with night names and see what we have. Uh, the hopeless cliffs, uh, rabbit ear cliffs, um, elf fjords. <laughs> Let's just say it right. <laughs> elf fjords. That's not. That's like... Oh, that's like the Mexican food restaurant they they open in the Netherlands. El Fjords. Go to uh, go to El Fjords and get some bad badass glutafiska glutif- quesadillas or something. Hmm. Well, let's go with the uh, military rank names. That that could be fun. Um, under under uh, knights we have such gems as uh, Gifford the Omen, Huffy the Gentleman, which I like. Um, <laughs> Huffy the Gentleman, which does not sound like a. <laughs> well, I say there, good sirs, you are not quite as good of a knight as I am, but I shall help you carry your bags. See, Huffy the Gentleman to me seems like okay. It's some nobleman, but like this is like Huffy the Gentleman now, where like you know he's. Really He's really, like, pansy-ish, but he has, like, noble knight blood now. So he's just, like, some blue blood that walks around like, Oh, I say, uh, uh, uh. Did you die a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> No, I made my uh noise and then I hiccuped and it was, like, this weird... It was a weird time for me. <laughs> do I need to, Do I need to put the... And now the strange noises of Cody Jeems before that? <laughs> that was a weird time. That was weird. Oh, sorry, listeners. I, I, that, that happened, so... I was... <laughs> It's like you orgasmed over the concept. No, no. Was... You lose like a slinky. <laughs> I'm so loose. I need so many towels. You don't even understand. <laughs> Wouldn't it be really funny if they just put it on the nose, though? And it was like jungle names. That it was like Ed, Frank, Bob, or not on the nose at all. <laughs> uh, <whew. laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to suck us down this rabbit hole. But you know how it is. Um, or or maybe they won't know how it is if it, if the, none of this makes it in. Ah, ooh, those are boring. I, I don't know what I was expecting, but I feel if nothing else, it's a good site for helping you not choose something. Well, man, like, God, this is kind of a bad name. I wonder if I wonder if it's on this list. <laughs> nope, nope. All right, well, it's better than some of this. I mean, I mean, I'm sure some of this might help, you know. I Like, if I had to come... Like, for instance, if I needed, like, an Asian town name, that could be a good one. Because, like, fuck, I don't know. Meh. <laughs> Good enough. Or or if I needed um, a cafe name. What do we got? If I just need a generic cafe A that someone walks past. Uh, <laughs> yes, like the Thanks a Latte Cafe. <laughs> I mean, you'll hear that is yeah, you, you'll hear that in something. Um, Ooh, I'm gonna go with mascot names and see what we got here. The Ancient Tales Barista. That sounds like the most boring quest I would ever get in, in an <laughs> RPG. Okay, so under mascots we have such gems as the uh, Graceful Otter, the Fancy oh. Dove, the Lazy I Cougar, like the Fancy Dove, the Fiery Tortoise, the Brown Cheetah, the Silent Dinosaur, and then and then it gets weird. Electro, Tooth, Pouncer, Stormwind. 
I, I'm gonna go with film studio name because meh, why not? Angel Duck Filmworks. That's very Rooster Teeth of them, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, Granite Gadget Productions. Eh, not terrible. Um, oh, did you do band names yet? I, you know, I, I got sidetracked and meant to. Oh, boo hiss! Holy high school couple... band names. Smooth, <laughs> smooth mystery. Trance Collective. Unique Universe. Razor. Bonanza. Concord. King of Modesty. Inception of Reversal. Switch of Static Sin. Oh, do these get any better? Oh, sweet God. Maroon Sunset. Uncontrolled Bards. Party Dynamite. Baloney. <laughs> Frenzy. Guest Ode. Part of the Groove. Fever of Gold, Trance of the Underworld. That's right. At your senior prom, listen to that shitty goth band, Trance of the Underworld. <laughs> well, I, I chose for vehicle name generators. And, you know, I wasn't exactly sure what I was going to get with this. If they were going to be like, well, is it going to help me name my my new brand of cars? or, or, or But, for, well, I'm just going to give you a few. And you try telling what the hell they're... they're, they're it actually sounds more like band names. Um, we got um, we got the Bubble Fusion Aqua Truck. <laughs> Korean or J-pop band or something. Uh, the the cog propelled uh, freight plane, um, the magno thermodynamic sonic car, and then the rodeo. Hard turn there. Um, something with more vowels in it than I've ever seen in my entire life. So I'm just gonna the clockwork mechacopter, um, and the pneumatic invisicar. Once again, I think I'm gonna go with these being closer to just closer to a uh, um, band name or steampunk names. I've got a bite. I, do you? I'm gonna go with English names. <laughs> what ah. makes these steampunk? Okay. Emmett Zidup Barton, Franklin Martin Ashton, Marcellus Butcher, Thaddeus Lucian Parsons. Oh, That's what? pretty steampunky. How is that steampunk? There's like no, you know, how? I don't understand. Well, well, well first, I guess, what were you expecting? Uh, you know, that very like good Theodore point. Theodore you know, with, with... <laughs> Doctor Doctor Gear Gear Steam. Yeah. Uh. Sprockets and Puff. <laughs> Uh, what? That, I mean, like, so, that sounds like a band name, Sprockets and Puff. <laughs> or some, like, TV show, Sprockets and Puff. Like, like they're, they're two hip detectives out on the town? Is that what you're saying? Well, okay, what, what would you pick if you were going to have two hip detectives out on the town? Or, like, just detectives. If you were going to do a detective show, what would you, what, what, like, give me two names, and what would you, and what, like, how, how would you go to this? Okay, let's stretch our improv skills as to the, the furthest of their limits. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> they would be um, Harry and Frank. Yes, Harry and Frank. You're like what? But they're ironic names. So, so Harry's a bald. Harry guy. is bald, and, and 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 Frank beats around the bush a lot, I guess. And also doesn't say things straight. And also. <laughs> <laughs> has a problem going has a problem getting to the the important details <laughs> touche i gotta give you that i called you out you came up with something pretty good on the fly i i uh, <laughs> like the beats around the bush thing a lot frank get to the point you're not very frank are you no <laughs> You know, honestly, that's probably enough for a show. Don't be surprised <laughs> if next fall you see that on your television. 
Barry, Harry and Frank? Harry and Frank. Two mild-mannered detectives. Because, well, I mean, it's a cop show, and all we need is more cop shows. Well, I mean, yeah, they're, they're easy. Well, you know, nowadays, you know, um, um, Harry would be the cop. Uh, he, he would, he'd, be, he'd be Dirk Har- Harrison, and they just call him Harry for short, because that's the ironic part of that, I guess, as well. Um, I guess because it's a guy named Dirk again, because we need more of those in the world. <laughs> um, and and then 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 Frank would be um um well well he he he'd be Franklin Franklin um because once again we need more of people with the same name. It's li- a lot like Humbert Humbert, I guess. Um, but 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 Franklin Franklin would be um would would be a consultant because that's always what it is nowadays. You know, because because it's it's too boring to have two cops. And uh, Franklin Franklin would be uh, uh he would be an expert in um. Um, the the methodology of 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 metalsmithing. Of course. So all their crimes would have to do deal with uh, smithy related things and 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 metal. Well, so would the show be called like, he- like heavy metal or? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> heavy metal detectives, which seems like it'd be a whole different show. <laughs> exactly right. But yes, yeah, so he would be an expert in he would of historical and 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 practices of of, of metal smithing and, and and other foundry work. <laughs> and he would be the guy they call in whenever they have you know crimes in, in either New York or L.A. that has to deal with. Um, I, don't know, I guess it could be like I guess we could you know do a, we could do it like in Pittsburgh where it makes slightly more sense maybe or something. And because realistically it could happen, I'm, I'm just saying we're we're starting to reach the bottom of the barrel. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it would be a lot like Quantum Leap somehow. <laughs> How would it be like Quantum Leap? Well, because they would be, you know, roaming around the city trying to try to set right which ones were wrong and hoping their <laughs> hoping their next case would be the case home. Of course. They both really they both really hate the job that they're doing, but they realize it's the only thing that they're good at. He doesn't like being a cop, he doesn't like being an expert of metal spinning. <laughs> I hate the only two talents I have in this world, but I'm gonna do them. Yeah. Of course. Uh, hey, do you have a, a skillfully prepared uh, example of this as well that we should discuss? <laughs> Why, in fact, I do. See, my proposal for detective shows is I think you should have, like, uh, detect- Detective Scooch and Captain Hooch. That's right. Scooch and Hooch. Out- Scooch and Hooch, eh? Yeah, yeah. Scooch, Scooch and Hooch. Out on the town, try... Uh, see, I thought it was Cooch before when you told me this. Because that's what I was picturing imper- <laughs> about. Scooch and Cooch. Okay, fine. Okay. Fine. Well, it could be Scooch. Does this completely ch- it could be Scooch, Cooch, and Hooch if you want. I mean, it could have, like, like one of them could be a lady, and then there's all that weird sexual tension. Uh, you'd have Who's to have- Scooch, obviously, right? Oh, yeah, yeah naturally. Uh, I mean, come on. If you saw the name Cooch, Scooch, and Hooch in front of you, you ob- everybody knows which one's the lady in that. Uh, then one of them's a dog, right? <laughs> Only if Turner's around. <laughs> Which, do slobbery dog cop thing or just buddy films do anything for you? Like, remember that era of film where it was, like, Turner and Hooch, and then there was, like, the Beethoven slobbery dogs and the Rin Tin Tins? Do you hate those no. as much as I do? Yes, and I hate them in real life as well. Damn you, accursive dog next to me that barks incessantly at me every time. I just, I, I just every time. I don't, I don't even need to do an analogy. There's, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you! Because <laughs> this dog obviously listens to this podcast. I, I'm going to play it for him. <laughs> so he's going to hear me yell, fuck you. <laughs> and you know what? Just while I'm out there, fuck all dog owners. Because a, a few of them have spoiled the batch for everyone. Just like Nazis. <laughs> I said it. Dog owners are like Nazis. Might as well. I bet. I bet they all secretly want German shepherds. <laughs> March around. 
Well, goose stepping to other things. <laughs> I, well, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, I think animals should be a lot like political ideologies. N- neither seen nor heard. Uh, I wonder where I was going to get to this. <laughs> I, was, I was curious how we were going to get there, but... <laughs> what? Did you, you knew there would be some sort of punchline at the end of that? Well, that, and I just like how you went with, like, one of your own normal rules of, like, don't ever invoke the Nazis. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, so, I, I don't know how to segue. As I continue to bumble <laughs> segue... Now... Okay, so we we've been doing this for like a year and a quarter or so. Can you point to me exactly one example in the show where you do know what to segue? Are, are you saying you just haven't learned this skill yet? In other news, uh, I did. Did you hear about the the shooting? Does it have to do with bathrooms? Did it need to? Because we could go with that story first. I just doesn't really matter to me. Actually, maybe we should finish strong. Okay, so so I guess go with go with your political go with my segue. I guess. So, uh, did you hear about the the shooting in Austin with the the gunman downtown? Did you hear about this at all? Because it's been blowing up the news here for, like, the last week. Um, no, I haven't, because of all that message redacted stuff I was doing. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Well, anyway, uh, long and short of it was there was a, there was a guy in downtown Austin, and he, he, uh, kind of, there was a standoff, he fired, like, a hundred rounds... Uh, he was going towards the Texas Capitol, and the they, the cops wound up isolating him and t- and shooting him or whatever. And in his in like after they after they killed him, you know they looked in his they looked in his uh, van that he had, and because all crazy people have vans, and uh, he had oh, yeah. he had like his the right wing say. the right wings the ring wing to flap with manifesto or something, and uh, his plans for all the city. He was the one wing angel. Like yeah, all all the places he was going to go into and shoot up and blah 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 blah. But the official statement from the Austin Police Department was uh, the whenever they whenever they finally uh, eliminated the threat, the officer that eliminated the threat was uh, a- was uh, Sergeant Adam Johnson, and that shot was taken. It was two thirty in the morning. Is that a steampunk name? No, no, that's that's his actual name. But uh, it was it was a shot that was taken from three hundred and twelve feet away, which is one hundred and four yards, uh, in a low light situation. So it's two thirty in the morning, and he's a he's a like he rides a horse, like that's one. He's one of the cavalry officers, or whatever you call a cop version of that. I don't really know, but um. Anyway, so he had he had he was holding his horse and another service horse with one hand, fired one round at at the uh, suspects, hit him center mass, and killed him. So. From his from his you know forty four special right? Uh, it was a forty. It was a M and P forty caliber handgun. Oh, I I mean, and, and did did he blow the smoke off the barrel afterwards and spin it into his holster? Are you telling me this guy was shot by a cowboy? No, he was just it was just a, it was a cop, and, you know, and because it sounds like every western I've ever heard. And that that's that's getting to my problem now. Now th- this <laughs> I know this this being the official release. <laughs> and, I'm good at segways. <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> This being the official release from from the police department, like everybody's admitted, wow, this was a fantastic, amazing shot, and oh my god, and everybody's said all that stuff. So that caveat's already been raised. Now, now, granted, I I'm saying this right now, and I've had this conversation with multiple multiple people that I know who are competitive shooters or guys at the gun shop. You know, I've been other people in this gun culture thing that I'm just enveloped in all the time. I've never, I personally have never shot a handgun at 100 yards. I think 50s as far as I've ever shot one. 
one. So, is this possible? And I really don't know. I really didn't know if it was. So, I went crazy and researched the ever-loving shit out of it. What I basically came to, after crunching some numbers and looking at some stuff, yes, it is possible. It is highly improbable, but it is possible. Because it was literally killing me. I... I, He was literally killing you. Almost like you were being shot under a low-light circumstance. One-handed. Yes. So... For the, just, y- y'all are gonna roll with me as I, as I bull- ballistic shell for a minute here. So, the, uh, don't go ballistic too much, Cody. <laughs> don't get too ballistic. Don't go off half cocked. Yeah, anyway. Um, so, whenever you, whenever you would engage, engage something at that, at that distance, the biggest thing was it being a single shot to me. I can't believe that somebody would fire, like, in that uncertain of a situation, they would fire only one round. You would think they would at least send a few as some type of, you know, and to see where the bullet drops. You'd think more than that would happen, but whatever. The biggest thing was, like, it was literally bugging the shit out of me because this is kind of a world I live in. I mean, I I fucking live and breathe and love firearms passionately. So I I went through and I looked, I was like, was this even, is this possible? Because I was pretty much convinced this is not possible. It is, but what what I wound up doing is I wound up looking at some ballistic tables and the, the, so the drop of a forty caliber, the average drop between most bullet weights, and I don't know what weight he was shooting, that's not something that gets released to the general public you don't really know what law enforcement only ammo they use but the average drop is about 9 to 10 inches when fire you know from the from the muzzle fired straight off it'll drop about 10 inches of your point of aim at 100 yards so okay that's not near what i thought it was i thought it was going to be a lot higher than that now on other calibers it is higher but in this particular one it's it's not and then the muzzle energy leaving the barrel is like 1100 feet per second r- roughly in there and the muzzle energy at 100 yards is about three three eighty ish is is about what it hits there, and then the next and then the next question was like, well, how much how much muzzle or you know what um what type of feet per second or what time what time of foot pounds do, does it take to actually penetrate something because this is not things that I know Oh-ho. it's 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 not it's not anything that I have any knowledge of so then through multiple internet searches and it, you, I had to convert it from foot pounds to psi to get some type of an example and like one of the examples that it came up was a uh, the the one that made the most sense to me and we're going purely off of foot pounds here is uh they measured a welterweight boxer who was roughly 200 pounds, and his punch would get about 240, 250 on average foot pounds of energy released. So, in my, so to me, I'm like, okay, well, maybe this seems less and less likely. Just then, that, that was kind of that was kind of the, the the rabbit hole I was going down until I found a study done by the military in the early 20s where they did this, and it only takes. 58 foot pounds of energy to penetrate the human body. That's that's yeah. that's all it takes. And then I mean, you have to also think about the fact, right? That, you know, bullet, the, ballistic coefficient. I'm not figuring. Ballistic. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna go even simpler of you know the fact that the bullet you know at its tip is you know roughly a quarter of an inch, whereas the boxing gloves, <laughs> all the yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I get all that. But I, I was, but it was one of those things where I was, I was convinced that I, that I, I really thought this was bullshit because you know I didn't, I didn't know. So as much as I feel like I know about firearms and all this kind of crap, you never really know all that much. So I guess the biggest thing I'm saying is this was just a small, and I'm not trying to raise my own flag and look at me, look at me, this is what I did. This is just the f- the first, latest example of something that I can think of where the story presented is so fantastic that I kind of had to go do my own research. 
And okay, I, 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 I feel okay with what is released. I still don't 100% believe it, but I definitely don't think it's just an outright lie the way that I did. And it kind of, and all this is kind of bringing me to another point. And, you know, this happened and it, it kind of, it kind of hit or whatever. Now, the, what, what really got me thinking this stuff, and I've had a few days to think about this, was I don't think people hearing this kind of a thing really realize what a fantastic feat it is. Because now just roll with me. Just but I mean, come on, Cody. I mean, I I see Clint Eastwood do it every time in one shot. And see, that's that's what I'm that's where I'm heading with this. So you know, people see this kind of stuff all the time in the movies. And where I'm kind of okay in in the late 1900s. Or I mean, are you or, telling me you can't actually take a gun, swing it wildly, and have the bullet curve in air? No. In the in the early in the, <laughs> in the early in the early 1900s, when the dime store novel thing hit, and you know you read you read the tales of shit that like why. Earp and Jesse James did, and they were like crazy feats of their extraordinary. I think people were still enough involved, and I'm just using the caveat of firearms for a second, but I think people were still enough around firearms, not only as a defense, but definitely from a hunting and gathering scenario, to where, where okay, those feats seemed you know, very, very you know, th- they were something that was, oh, this is an extraordinary and a lot of those people were actually in military service at some point in, you know, in, from that era, and then in the 50s that's whenever, that's whenever those same stories translated into in into westerns that were on TV in the 50s and 60s and that that kind of thing and you know those same those same tropes transferred and then even in the 50s people would be you know people had generally had been in some type of military service or hunting was still a really big part of the culture guns were not as demonized and that's not the route I'm going with this I'm really not but they 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 had they were still more accepted and more predominant in culture well now those things have persisted the tropes have persisted as as different genres and things have come up where you see guys do fantastical things with firearms and then and then obviously like you know games and shit where you know amazing fantastic things happen and all that shit happens but it's so far removed from the reality of it that I don't think people realize how insane this is how crazy this is that this would be this would happen and it just gets released as a news story and I just I don't think that it caught everybody as holy fuck me that's that is incredible that's that's unbelievable Unbelievably incredible. And I feel that that may be the thing that's kind of happened just across the board. It really got me thinking about this. Like, the cultural impact of media and, you know, everything of how the misunderstanding of it or the lack of knowledge about it gets so distorted through entertainment or whatever to where you don't even realize how fantastic it would be in the first place. Like, fantastic becomes the normal because you don't understand the reality of it. Well, yeah, I mean, come on, Cody. Like, if, if anyone, you know, is, you know, really good at their job, they can do these kind of things because that's part of their thing, right? I mean, you know, he's a hero. He's a goddamn hero cop. <clears throat> but, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not... It was Jack Rafferty, right? I mean, I'm not, I'm not... His name? I'm not picking on, I'm not picking on cops in particular but you know a lot of I, I would think the extreme large majority of cops are probably not really gun people their guns just something they take to work with them and then a smaller percentage of those people are probably very proficient with it other than outside of the normal I have to go qualify every so often with it and then I think an even smaller percentage of those people are really legitimately like I like to train I like to shoot I like to go do this stuff I think it's a very very small percentage so this guy to be able to do that, I mean, maybe this guy's awesome. I don't know. I don't know him. I don't know. I know very little about him. But it's it is a mystifying feat, and it's 
it, it's just it really gets you thinking like and it, you know whatever whatever the realm it would be and if you know this one for me it's firearms but for somebody else it's you know like cars yeah, like, so or like, you know you I know it's probably computer stuff yeah like how many times have you seen on you know we'll name a pretty much name a cop show once again you know something like you know I, I mean you know an NCIS or a, a Criminal Minds or whatever where it's like oh crap we have to you know we have to do this oh let me get on my computer and 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 you know yeah. Oh, I have the answer. Hold on a second. Oh, more answers. Oh, he's hacking. Oh. He's hacking the mainframe. He's got to circumject, circumject the Ethernet cord. Yeah, and like, oh, I'm gonna find this through, and oh, oh, what I'll do is I'll just, or you know, the, ooh, let me just zoom way in on this picture and pull out this little tiny part. I don't know how many of you have. I have no clue. What I just did to my computer, by the way, <laughs> to do that sound effect. <laughs> I'm surprised we're still connected. <laughs> computer magic at work here at Board Shenanigans. Exactly. That's <laughs> that's what you get. Is for... <laughs> See, that's what you actually get. What the fuck did I do for all of that? <laughs> Oh, but yeah, you're like, oh, let me do this, or oh, you know, I'm gonna zoom way in here and enhance this photo. I don't, I don't know if any of you have ever zoomed in on a photo before, but you don't get any more out of it, no matter, no matter how many algorithms you run or other slang you use, or, or like, oh, let me, you know, the the vast majority of hacking is, you know, either a, you know, you go undercover to a place and put a virus on something, you know, the old-fashioned, you know, way that you would, almost the way you would steal a, you know, a file in a in a folder in a file cabinet. It's pretty similar to the way you do a lot of hacking. Is like, oh, let me get this USB drive onto their network so I have a way in. Or let me spend, you know, two or three days writing this program that I could then use for this specific occasion and then just hit the play button. Um, I mean, you know, you know, it's a, it's a lot boring, more boring than that. I mean, I don't know, war games almost might be closer than, than anything else. I mean... So you mean it doesn't work the way that, like, Hackers has it work? Oh, no, no yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's very similar to that. You get on top of your roof and you, and you, and you see things happen, yeah. It's, you know, I've seen that movie, like, once. I was, I was like, oh, crap, what do I remember? Uh, just slash and burn, yeah, them. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's sadly not as exciting as, as all of that. Or like, oh, let me find out every little piece of information on them by, you know, through this, this, this GUI that I have seemed to have put up on here. Like, oh, hey, look, it's, oh, hey, look, what's this? <laughs> the, the humble listener at home. Oh, look, can... <laughs> hey, what, what, what I'm seeing is, is apparently, uh, uh, Cody James, you were born on the, the fourth week of January and... Uh, you, you, you have, you've got three parking tickets, um, you, your library card is expired, and, oh, what's this I'm getting here? Um, it, it appears you have a mole on your left buttocks, and, oh crap, what did I do again? <laughs> what the humble listener don't, can't see is I am just getting berated with word salad on the <laughs> Skype account, it's kind of funny. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, there's some more of it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll be in the description. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I mean, yes, there's a lot, you know, you know, George Orwell was was right about one thing, you know. We we will be getting all this information, but the sad thing is, is we're giving it away for free. I mean, yeah, you can find out all this stuff. You can find a lot of stuff about people just by you know, googling around and stuff like that and looking through records. But you know, maybe not as quickly as they show you doing it. There's probably a lot of. I'm sure we've all Googled before, and I'm sure we've also gone on the internet search engines before. Because <laughs> um, I know that's my favorite joke that I do. Apparently, the, the masses agree that's my best joke. 
Um, so, I mean, you know, yeah, you know that, or, you know, once again, like shows like Bones, I'm like, you know, yeah, I'm sure you can gain a lot of knowledge from, from, you know, looking at someone's skeleton, but probably not as, as much as they show you. And they're also, they actually, they're, <laughs> actually that show is really filled with a lot of pseudoscience or I don't know if pseudoscience is the word more like, well, like the term science fiction's already been taken. Um, 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 there's gotta be a name for it other than that though. Serialized science, um, um, science. Hullabaloo? <laughs> I guess you could just go that way. Hokum? Rigmarole? Uh, um, Hocus Pocus Science? Perhaps, yeah. Magicence! <laughs> there you go. Which, you know, I think, you know, is a lot of, like, the, once, once again, the disconnect from how all these things work. Like, oh, yeah, you obviously have to be able to do something like that. You know, oh, it's a disconnect. Yeah, you know, if you're like, you know, I mean, nowadays, you know, I guess if you go to the car things, you know, you know, back, you know, with, you know, with Henry Ford's, you know, Model T, you, you pretty much understand how that's worked. Well, maybe the people then didn't. But, you know, you pretty much understand, like, things go in here, they blow up, they push this thing up and down, which spins that thing. Meh. You know, but nowadays, with electronics and things and wires and stuff and all other kind of things that are in cars, you know, maybe it's not as obvious and people just don't care anymore about how it works. It might as well be magic. What is it? Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Okay, bonus points if you know know who I'm quoting there. I think that's Bradbury. All of you. No, not Bradbury. Science fiction author, though. I'm sure that was out of freaking Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> Arthur C. Clarke. Ah, my next deck was gonna be Philip K. Dick. That was gonna be my next deck. Oh, that's a pretty close. That's a pretty close guess, though. Because you know, I, I like to think of Philip K. Dick and Arthur C. Clarke and and um, Quantum Leap is all really the same thing. <laughs> you know, they're all very similar to each other. Oh my god. <laughs> of course. Oh, don't make me try to have to do that one. I was, I was, I thought you were. I thought you were like ramping up to do it. Oh, I was good. I pull these out of my ass each time. You realize that, right? No, I don't. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Let me see if I can do it. Um, um, well, iRobot is, no, I don't know if I can do this one. That's a hard way to, um, they both all use the word quantum, I'm sure, at some point. <laughs> There we go. There we go, like, of I, course. Yeah, yeah, that, that's... So, Scott Bakula's been in a, a movie based on all their books? I don't know. So all it takes is if they all use the same word. In, indeed. Anywho, yeah. Um, Matt, Magisense. Magisense. It's, I, I, it's, I, out, I, it's out there. I approve. I approve of this term. <laughs> Patent pending. Because um, you, really, you can't really do it the other way, I don't think. Side jicks? That sounds like something you like ask for in, a, in like the wrong back alley. Uh, see, I was thinking it was like, <laughs> it's like, hey you, hey you there, you know, ladies of the home, have you tried new Sidex? Why it's the best cleaning product you'll ever use on your radar range. See, that's good. I can see that, but it's, it's funnier to me. Like, okay, go with me on the, go with me on down this ridiculous scenario. So you're in some crazy dysto or dystopian like sci-fi world with hover cars and op oppressive drones driving around. You know what? Uh, and the ability to look up everything and, and hack anything from a computer terminal by doing this. Right, and cops can make cops can make fantastical laser shots from like miles away. Yes, and what you do. Is you walk you walk out of this crazy like CD bar where the music was like do do you walk out of that bar and you like decide like man I need some side checks and you go over you go over to this like weird looking alien thing and you're like can I can I have some side checks he's like it'll be four hundred credits because that's generally the indiscriminate currency of choice in sci-fi 
And yeah. so, you know, that, that's that's what happens. It's a, it's a lot easier to carry around than gold-pressed latinum. Right, yeah, in fact. Oh. I mean, and then you, it's not like you can really buy drugs if you live in a world where they've evolved past the need of currency. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that, well, see, that's what we need to do. Just, I, I'm, I'm looking at you, Mr. President. Um, if you want to, you know, solve, you know, win the war on drugs, we have to get off currency. <laughs> the most addictive drug of all. Which do you think that? Do you think that was like the the Federation, like you know, you know, public service announcements when they were trying to get you know get everyone onto a to a non um, based economy, a, a, a non a non economy, I guess, really anonymy. <laughs> yes, like hey you, because apparently <laughs> I realized I was about to do yes. Even then, there's still gonna be like forties. Hey you down there. <laughs> hey you down there, Stacy and Jane. I see you're living on one of the off world co- colonies that hasn't yet. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what the culture of this like science advancement is. Like it's the only way to, to, to spread, you know, to spread knowledge to the masses is to start by going, "Hey, you down there!" Like it doesn't even matter at all. Like even even dime that predates this or whatever, you know, like in cave in caveman era, like, you know, it, it was like you know, grunt 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 grunt, which which would translate to, "Hey, you down there!" I see you're about to, you're about to fornicate with the Glock girl, the Glock girl from the cave over there. Now be careful, you know, loose lips sink ships. I mean, like, like it's just so funny to me. Even like like mystic alien cultures in far away lands, like your PSA always starts with, "Hey, you down, hey, down, you there. down there." <laughs> Are you thinking about getting in your, in your hyperdrive-powered spacecraft without adequate protection? <laughs> Why, I know it's fat, you like to say it fast and loose, but you know how many times a collision with an asteroid causes fatal death when someone is not wearing their appropriate protection? <laughs> a national dampener it or ticket. That's so funny to me. <laughs> Oh god, that's hilarious! Uh, uh. <laughs> hey, you down there? Are you still praying to the god Jupiter? Well, now that your your new Roman commanders are in charge, you should really. Th- <laughs> oh crap! I got that backwards. Uh, hey, one more time. Hey, you down there? Are you still praying to Zeus? Well, now that your new Roman emperors are in charge of the uh, of the island of Crest, you really should start praying to Jupiter instead. Same great Zeus flavor now in a new packaging. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be funny if it gets like really meta, like the "Hey you down there" guys, like sit, like sitting. Hey you down there? Are you making "Hey you down there" commercials? That's exactly. Why I always? That's exactly where I was going. Why? Why? If you are doing "Hey you down there" commercials, always remember to 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 make sure they are in black and white. And have the appropriate music playing beneath them. <laughs> There's like one layer deeper. Like it's like with those fucking Russian eggs. Like, hey you down there? Are you doing a hey you down there to a hey you down there? Remember, remember, we're doing hey you down there to hey you down there. <laughs> remember to speak que- clearly and eloquently, so so that there is no confusion when we're two layer deeps in hey you down there. <laughs> 
Oh. Why did that go away? Like, why, why, why is that not a thing? Like, would that it just, if that was... All I know, Cody, is if, if I had a radio show podcast, I would do Hey You Down the commercials in between the segments. Would you now? I would. So, wh- what do you what do you mean by if you had a radio radio show type show? What what does that mean, exactly? I don't know. I feel that our listeners might find out in the future, though. Bum, bum, bum. Suspense. Teaser trailer? Hey, you down there. <laughs> Are you tired of suspense in your podcasts? <laughs> well, do you do you I want to suck it up because you don't have an answer yet to this question? Because <laughs> I don't, wasn't sure where I was going with that. Uh, oh, but because it was funny when you explained it to me on the phone, and I'm not even gonna ham fist a like bad a bad segue anymore. Explain your fantasy fantasy football idea, because I really like this idea. Oh, yes, um, the strange things I think about while I'm doing stuff that is message redacted. And I also hope I remember to go through and redact all those message redacteds. Oh, we'll find out. Um... I, I sit there thinking, and, you know, I heard an ad or heard someone talking, and I'm like, about, about fantasy football, and I thought, huh... What would be funny is, I'm sure we all see where I'm about to go with this, but I'll spell it out. Um, but, but my actual original thought was just, you know, like, what if it was Final Fantasy football? But then I guess, you know, I kind of expanded the whole idea to just be like, well, what if, like, you didn't understand, like, okay, well, fuck, I need to look up, like, football terms. Um, which I actually tended to do for this bit. Uh, we can do fantasy basketball. I can definitely can help you there. I can't help you with football, though. Um, if we could possibly do both. Um, here, look, player positions in football. Um... Uh, We'll see, like, for, for, and I'm just gonna go basically on their names, so I don't know if this is actually their jobs or not, but it's like, well, for something, you know, <laughs> for some, someone, you know, titled a running back, well, you'd want, you'd want something fast, right? Like a dragon. <laughs> because, because, you know, they'd be, they'd be fast, so they could obviously run said ball back faster, and, um, you know, for, for a defensive line, well, you'd, 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 you'd want, you know, your, 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 your lineman, I don't know what you'd call them, because they're way down the line, um, I, I guess you'd want someone, you know, some somebody hardy, right? Like, you know, pro- probably like like Nordic warriors or, or or something to that effect. I think you know to 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 defend your your whatever it is you're defending. Um, well, your your quarterback, he's like the leader, right? So you'd want someone you know strong and, and you know t- tactically minded, you know, like a wizard. So uh, I guess I guess the question that I have to ask though is, are they actually playing football or are they just fighting each other? Yeah, is there a difference? Well, I just, I didn't know if, like, you know, you'd get to see a troll wearing a football uniform, you know, against, you know, going, going against a ogre wearing a, wearing a, tr- a football uniform. Or are we? I was about to say, I was like, assuming they were wearing the same clothes. I mean, what is this? It's like, not only is it fantasy football where it's fantasy creatures, but one's playing football, the other one's your ballerinas. <laughs> well, that's how fantastic and f- fantasy it is. Yeah, like you know, ma- making ridiculous. Like you know, wh- <laughs> one's ready to play soccer, and the other one, other one's ready to. Actually, that would be really funny if one was in soccer uniforms, the other one was wearing football outfits. That's funny to me. So it was football and football hate crimes. Yeah, yeah. The the better question is 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 realistically if if, if for whatever reason you had soccer players and football players going against each other playing their respective games, but I guess with the same ball. One one I'd actually like to see that. Um, now just mentioning that alone. Um, 
<laughs> try to imagine exactly how that fu- how that functions. But um, it, who who you know when when someone scores, which team which which team would would gloat more, a football player or a, or a football player? Hmm, that's that is that is a grand and glorious question that could only be only be determined by playing such game. That or by knowing anything about either of these games. Yeah, these are not my strengths at all. <laughs> Well, I know one of the big differences would be, I mean, obviously the soccer players would be faking injuries and whining a lot, where the football players would be, you know, after getting after getting really injured, pretending they weren't, right? Well, I, 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 I think there's that, and then, um, I don't know, do do soccer players get get away with, uh, outrageous outrageous domestic crimes because they're because they're playing you know their 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 perspective country's choice sport or uh or not i don't i don't know if that's a thing that translates i don't think they get around get away with that but they get away with you know uh you know <laughs> massive degrees of narcissism at you know accomplishing a very minor thing at the end of something when it was actually an entire team that took them to get there ah ah yes of course yeah. of course <laughs> yeah are these problems exist in basketball uh, I mean, to somewhat to a degree, but uh, just just the rapid racism against white people because I hear they can't jump. <laughs> I actually would almost maintain. And th- well, there's no rule. There's no rule against cartoon characters playing in basketball <laughs> games, so I guess we have to let them in. Uh, <laughs> That's the extent of my basketball knowledge, right there. <laughs> Actually, basketball is the least racist sport anybody can play. White people, black people, aliens. I mean, come on. Bugs Bunny, anybody. Like, furry, anamorphic Uh, creatures. That weird, like, lady Bugs Bunny that, like, appeared, appealed to the furry demographic, you know. Well, are you saying you didn't jerk it to Lady Bugs Bunny? What was her, Babs? Uh, sure. I don't know. Probably. Sure, I'm sure. Probably, I did. Yeah, you're right. Now I've got to look it up. You gotta look it up to see if you get it up. Is that what you're saying? No, Babs. I don't know. Babs was the one from Tiny Toons. But was that? Uh, well, isn't that her just growing I up? No, I don't. <laughs> you're here. Which? Uh, uh, crap! I'm gonna see if I can find this. Speaking of jerking it to cartoon characters, did you see the Lola? Someone did the thing. It was Lola. Oh, uh, that sounds. Uh, did, did you did you meet her in a bar down at Old Soho? Well, see, I, I didn't did know you... if she was a showgirl with flowers in her hair and things going down to there. Ah, did, did the champagne there taste like just like Coca Cola? I, I guess what I'm asking you is, I mean, because I, mean, I know you're not the world's most uh, uh, physical guy, but uh, when she, well, what she, what she do? She, she, she squeezes you or something, and and breaks your breaks your spine. Did you have to go get Lola? Apparently, we broke the internet with all the Lola jokes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I totally had to look up the lyrics to it because I could only like remember the first verse. So what when she drinks champagne, it looks like cherry cola, or the uh, she was a showgirl, <laughs> or what? A lot of it I did remember. Like, you know, like I remember like the bits of this. I was like, oh okay, yeah. And apparently, um, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> you know I'm a little curious just on how this song came to be. Uh, Lola. Which one? There's two Lola songs. Oh the oh the, the one where you, the 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 one where it's a tranny. I figured I I kind of just always took it as like based on a true story. Yeah. I mean, don't you enjoy it more knowing that, like, you know, I'm going to make you a man and he was man-made? I, I, suppo- I support somebody who will will sing about, sing about like, transsexual loving and, their, and have, make a pop hit out of well, it. Well, I'm not against it. No, I'm not, I'm not hey you down in there about go- coming out against this. <laughs> That's right. The hey you down there will be the recurring joke of this episode. 
Um, hey, you down there. Do you have a recurring joke on your podcast episode? Remember to use it sparingly and to sprinkle it throughout the episode so it doesn't bunch up in the middle. Stir your stir your recurring jokes for a more healthy, soothing podcast. Indeed. I'm, I'm just saying, which I like the term, you know, hey, you down there. Just in general for, like, I, I guess, um, publicly coming out for or against a topic. <laughs> or, or, or trying to spread um, very minimal. Minimalist information about something that everyone should be able to figure out. It is, uh, hey, hey, there, there needs to be a more concise way of saying it. I think, though. Well, like, can um, we? Can you, can you do that to somebody like face to face? That'd be really funny if you could do that to somebody face to face. What? Walk up to them and say, "Hey, you down there?" Yeah, yeah like you know, just be, like PSA them in real life. Like they're just they're just standing there, like doing whatever they're doing. You know, they're I don't know, putting a book on a shelf. They're like, "Hey, you down there?" Remember. Whatever placing a book upon a bookshelf to, to, to do it with the always bind- regard the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> the bindings out is key for the next person to identify that piece that piece of literature and to prevent paper cuts. <laughs> like- and, and when filing them alphabetically, always use the author's real name, not not the one that he publishes under. Oh my god, that'd be so fucking funny. So like, you'll randomly PSA somebody? I think so, yeah. You go and put, like, sunglasses on them so you appear black and white to them? Get carry, carry around, like, a, a boombox with, like, soothing, tinkly music playing? <laughs> did you ever actually watch, get one of those shown to you in health class? Because I wish I would've. I know, I never did. I, I've always had to look them up on my own. <laughs> hey, hey, it looks like Joey's about to get into some misdeeds. Like, <laughs> oh... No, oh, Joey and his misdeeds. Ha ha. It's like, I know we all laugh at him for for being in trouble, but we must realize, though, that you should you should always remember to pack a condom before you can... I'm trying to figure out what, what the health class one was. Maybe we should rewrite... You know, you can almost even take, like, you know, the, the song of Lola, uh, the one about the transvestite. And, and turn it into a Hey You Down There, I guess, couldn't you? <laughs> what if there was any other classic songs that you could turn into Hey You Down There's? <laughs> now remember, kids, you can, Hey You Down There, I see you're at, at the club, and, and I see you're having a grand time, and I know you're hearing from all your friends that you could dance if you want to, and you could leave your friends behind, because if your friends don't dance and if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of yours. I hear you hearing that, but peer pressure is a real thing, and a real thing to be careful of. Just because everyone else is doing it and telling you, you should remember not to. And they, even if you are told that it is safe, always weigh the consequences of what your, your friends are telling you. Hey, you down there. I know you see that now in darkness the world stopped turning. You hear the bodies burning. There's no more war pigs of the power. Hands of gods have struck the hour. Be careful as the day of judgment and God is calling and on the knees the war pigs crawling. Remember, safe crawling etiquette as the war pigs do crawl during during the judgment day. Hmm. <coughs> oh, <coughs> okay, okay, I'll, um... Uh. We'll be pissed if you go for the next one I'm going for. Um, oh. 
Hey, you down there. <clears throat> Just because it's TNT and it's dynamite, you'll win the fight with the That's power load and watch me explode. Remember, proper proper nitroglycerin etiquette. Remember to properly store it in a cool, in a cool dry place. Because without it, it'll be an explosive problem. See, what happened was you upped the ante with doing, with doing war pigs. I never thought that would be a pull. That was a good pull. I'm going to give you on that. So I, so I had to think a little bit deeper. Um, so, <clears throat> hey, you down there. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Do you feel you are caught in a landslide with no escape from reality? Why, you must open your eyes and look up to the skies and see that I realize you are just a poor boy and, and need no sympathy. But remember, drugs are easy come, easy go. They may give you a little high and a little low, but anyway the wind blows, remember... They are a bad influence and will lead you only to horrible things, like killing a man, putting a gun against his head, pulling the trigger, and now he's dead. Your mama will be crying. He'll be crying about how life has just begun for you and how, and how you've gone and thrown it all away. You're going to say to your mother that you didn't mean to make her cry as you scurry out of town, a lamb on the law, and telling her that if you're not back before tomorrow, that she should carry on, as if none of this really matters. But it does matter to her. Drugs are a big problem. <laughs> And they will destroy your life. They'll send shivers down. It's really too easy to do it with this one. <laughs> I actually now have a new influence on this, on, on, on what Bohemian City could possibly be about. Hey, you, hey, you. The other way you could have done it, though, which I almost did, other than the fact I was trying to do it as much, much to the point of the genre as possible, it could also be, um, hey, you, hey, you down there, have you heard the, the news about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? I do like the idea of a Jehovah's Witnesses as well. See what, uh, I, what, what I was go going, what I was going to do was like, hey, you down there. Here's a here's a quick message on fi on financial etiquette. Money, get away, get a good job with more pay, and you're okay. Money, it's gas. Grab that cash with both hands and make a stash. New car caviar, full star daydream. Think you might buy you a new football team, Timmy? <laughs> that was the way I was going to go with it. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one too. Um, um, um. Ooh, 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 ooh! I got one more, and then I'm done. Okay, I'll let you do one more. I gotta look up the lyrics so I can do it. Hey, you down there! If it keeps on raining, the levee's going to break. When the levee oh. breaks, you'll have no place to stay. Mean old, mean old levee will teach you to weep and moan. And it got what it takes to make a mountain man leave his home. So remember, when it starts to when it starts to rage, remember proper levy levy safety. <laughs> Can't believe I didn't think of that one first. I I'm really actually surprised it took you that long. Yeah. Oh, how do I do this one? Oh, but it's perfect though. Um. Um. <clears throat> hey, you down there? So you uh, thought you might like to go to the show? Feel that warm thrill of confusion. Uh, that space cadet glow. Well, I've got some bad news for you, sunshine. Whenever you're choosing a political party, make sure to thoroughly investigate their stance first, because it is up to you to be an informed voter. Voting is not just a right, but it is a way of life. So, when you get there, don't be shocked when you end up voting into, into office a, a candidate you can't stand. When you hear them asking if there are any queers in the theater tonight, and putting them up against the wall... Or, or if there are, or if that one looks Jewish, or if that one's a coon, or who let all this riffraff into the room? Don't fall to prey to this kind of kind of insensitivity. Vote well and vote often, citizens. So if we're gonna if we're gonna do obscure polls, there's mine. <laughs> all right. <laughs>
<laughs> Which I think actually was the point of that song as well. Or to have cool dancing numbers with Nazi uniforms. One of the two. Hey, you down there is out of, out of classic yeah, songs? Yeah, yeah. Uh... Classic story songs, to be even more precise, I guess? Yeah, that, uh... Which, don't you miss story songs? I do, I do, I do miss story songs. I mean, like, nobody burns down Georgia anymore. I mean, it's... It's it's kind of depressing, actually. I mean, like, what was what yeah, was the I mean, last good story song you heard? I don't even think I can think of one. Um, I don't know. I I have this theory, which I and I guess turns it into a story song that 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 song "Radioactive" is about the uh, the Cold War area's uh, nuclear bomb being pressed back into service by terrorists. And, you know, it was a real it was it was a real popular song with commercials on TV. No, for no, a while no, I know, there. I know what song you're talking about. Oh. I just I just thought. Um, sometimes you like to try to find. Uh, Meaning in something that actually really has none. Sometimes you like definitely to try to makes it, nitpick. Definitely makes it a more interesting song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, can, can you think of any other songs that might be more interesting if you like really, you know, looked at the nitty gritty details of their um, of, of their inception of, of their lyrics and their and their videos? <laughs> is my segue very transparent at this point? Why, yes, yes, it is, and I, 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 th- I think we should just go with that. Okay. Well. I just thought I would inform you people out there that Psy, of, of Gangnam Style fame, is also the reincarnation of the prophet uh, Enoch from the Bible. What? And he is here... What's <laughs> that you say? <laughs> Enoch from the Why, Bible? Psy? Yeah. The Gangnam Style guy? <laughs> like, as a prophet? That's right, I just, re- I just reiterated everything you said out of order to make it, to make it sound more impactful. <laughs> yes. Why, yes, in fact. Um, <laughs> from the Bible, there... <laughs> Psy is portraying, or is in actuality, a prophet known as Enoch. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Like, let's let's go with this, because I'm curious. I hope so, because, and I hope the rest of you are as well. Um, yes, he has been reborn in this time to to try to spread spread the message of the Antichrist's plans. So we'll be thoroughly. Hey, you down there? Are you afraid of the Antichrist coming back? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I realized I was still kind of in that voice. Why? Then why don't you navigate to the official Psy music video page of YouTube and watch his videos and decipher their meanings because they are all about the... Because in him, he apparently portrays the Antichrist where we know he's not the true Antichrist and he's only, you know, being prophetic about it because at the very beginning, he's always... When this is revealed to us, he's always wearing sunglasses. No matter what the situation is, showing that he's putting on an appearance and it's not his true self. So he's obviously a prophet. Also, I would like to state that I am also a prophet for very similar reasons. Well, I just thought it was really bright where y'all were. <laughs> no, no, e- everywhere. Um, <laughs> yes, um, this this revelation has come to me, you know, by our very favorite um, um, crazy man, uh, our, our very favorite of, of the YouTube prophets. Um, that would be William Tapley, uh, the third eagle of the apocalypse, or the co-prophet of these end time. Uh, yes, you may remember him from such a gems as uh, Stacy's deviled eggs. <laughs> and uh, don't worry, kids, we will not be going into such thorough detail. But, you know, after what... I don't know about you people out there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you tried so hard, and now, here we go. <laughs> I don't know about you people out there, but from what you saw and heard of, of, of his rendition of, 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 of Miracle Whip, and, and how it's actually Satan's trick for making you into demons or something, <laughs> or, or how the Illuminati is, has, is bribing Satan with... Uh, uh, fake mayonnaise to consume your soul or something to, to force upon a, a one world government um i believe that's what the message was uh, some something like <laughs> that yeah i mean yeah yeah so 
Well, from that, I don't know about you, but if you heard that this guy was going to talk about Gangnam Style, how would you think he'd react, Cody, to Frankly, it? I figured he would talk about how it is, in fact, talking about the anarchy that will be, that will overtake the world, and just the, the hell, hell on earth is what this symbolizes, would be my guess. Well... It is very similar to what it does symbolize. I didn't actually realize that he was going to be, be in such love of Psy, but I guess this just proves how great the song Gangnam Style is. Now, not only can it break YouTube, it can also break a cold man's heart. <laughs> um, so, you know, right or wrong, this guy, I think he might be true on something about Gangnam Style. It, it is definitely the um, prophetic somehow and also uh, world-changing. So, just, like, random examples of Gangnam Style. What does the kid dancing like Michael Jackson have to do with it? Like, what is his symbology? Why, he <laughs> I'm watching this video right Why? now. I, I could not. Well, I will tell you what this, he symbolizes. Um, Sai is, you know, obviously pretending. Remember, he's, he's, he's a prophet. He's not really these things. He's warning us. But in this, he's putting on the persona. Sai puts on the persona of the Antichrist. Whereas the, the little kid dancing like Michael Jackson, he is the false prophet. Because, you know, one, it starts off, you know, with, with what appears to be a beach scene. Or, you know, with all that sand, which represents, because, you know, the Antichrist, you know, you know comes up from the water. From, <laughs> I'm just see if I get this all correct. And, and well, I know if you get with, it wrong. It's still pretty close to what yeah. he said. <laughs> um, the Antichrist, come, you know, comes up out of the water because he's the beast with the, the seven heads and the, the, the ten horns or whatever. And um, the, the false prophet is a little kid because as you see everyone, all the kids in the background, because as we pan out, we realize it was all a lie. It wasn't a beach. It was actually a, 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 a sandbox. And all the other kids in the background are doing sandboxy, you know, things. They're kids and they're playing. But this kid is not. He is he is getting in front of uh, the Antichrist and, 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 and showing off and stuff. Um, I might have to pull up the video myself in order to do this along with it. Um, I'm sure if... Oh, look, you're going to send me a link to it so I don't have to do it, right? Oh, no. 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 I can. <laughs> okay, don't worry. I'll remember that joke. I, I'm sure just typing... Uh, there you go. Yeah, I, was, I, I bet just typing in a few letters will get it to me. Um, so there's a few key points in it I'd like to know about, like, just, you know, highlights. Well, obviously right after, you know, right near the beginning of it, before the little kid starts dancing, you see him walking into a stable, right? Mm-hmm. How many horses are in that stable right there? And the, Why, there are seven of them in there, which represents the seven heads of the beast. And also later on you will see that, you know, it, with his with his horsey dancing, is going to eventually uh, There represent, are way more uh, horses than seven in there. <laughs> I think it's another place where there's seven of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> what? I realized what I just did there. Like you can't put logic. You into know, this. well, in that first shot of him, I think there is because there's three. There's uh, there's three there. Four, five, six. Okay, there might be eight right there. I don't know. You know, he just takes a frame and, and analyzes it. Don't ask me. <laughs> don't. I, I think it might be the animation at the end that he was talking about. I literally watched close to two hours of this. <laughs> So, so later on, you, you know, after the horses and dancing, you're, you're going to see this the scene where like garbage is flying at him, right? Yeah. Well, that shows you know how you know how a disgusting person the the, the Antichrist is, I believe, and um, the fact that he has apparently two wives there, um, and how that the the world's going to going to see this and going to be you're going to be taken aback by it, but eventually will accept him. Um, also, he mentions how like later on when it starts like s snowing on him or whatever uh -huh. it is. How, um, because he, he, more proof of that he's the Antichrist is apparently Antichrist is described as, um, 
uh, looking like a leopard, walking like walking like a bear, and talking like a lion or something. <laughs> sure, you you took Bible school. You you were in a Bible school. <laughs> You've heard this, right? No, I don't think I ever heard of leopard Satan, but or Antichrist. But okay. <laughs> Well, apparently, because he's wearing, you know, he's white there, and then he's covered with a styrofoam that makes him looking like a makes him looking like a leopard. So remember that. And the horsey dancing as well. If you look at a, a bear on its hind legs, it does a lot like size size goggles. Okay, style I gotta look up a bear on its hind legs to this video. Just <laughs> <laughs> while this is playing, and then later, if you look, Sai is never happy in any of these shots of him. He's always scowling or yelling. Well, that's him talking like a lion, apparently. Well, then they're in the sauna, right? Where he, or he is obviously dressed like a woman in the sauna. And you're like, how is he dressed like a woman? I asked the same question, but you know, he because he has the in the sauna, he has the towel up around his tits that makes him like yeah, it's because yeah, because he's wearing a blue towel and it's up like around his tits, and then he's leaning on this dude over here. Um, he he is not sure what the hourglass means either. So, uh, but he knows it's significant. And then you see like the old guys, you know, playing checkers. Um, which things are going to happen with them later on, because I guess we're going to go past that scene. I don't... He never talked about this scene where he's... Other than he's being yelling and with, with the tennis stuff. But the scene with him in the bus... Okay, now now here's what's important. The scene with him in the bus, and then the old guys playing checkers. These are important. Um, this show... This is the this is the Antichrist plans on Earth, are depicted in these two scenes that are, like, <laughs> scrolling back and forth between each other. It's really funny watching a bear walk on this plane. <laughs> Well, does it look like Gogum style? Not really. It just looks like a bear walking, like, weird. <laughs> but, but, like, with the music, it doesn't, it doesn't look like his dance. Oh, I gotta find this video here. Fuck, here, take this. Oh, God. I, I don't know how well this translates at all, but I think we're just talking to each other at this, like, right now. Here, look at this and do it. It's just fucking... <laughs> Just make hair walking upright. <laughs> I like that. That's the title. I mean, it's not bear. Wa- it's not bear walking. How can this be? <laughs> it looks like Gogum style to me. <laughs> it's just such a random. I mean, it's not fucking. <laughs> it's not fucking dark side of the wizard or anything. No, if you if you take a bear walking and put Gogum style under it, you see they're the same. <laughs> But yes, apparently the scene with with him in the bus with the old ladies like going to bingo or whatever they're doing, and, and like the old people playing checkers. <laughs> uh, this is his. <laughs> yes. Are you still laughing at the bears? <laughs> this is the thing that I never would have ever combined as a thing in my head. This is so funny to me. <laughs> there is so much of that in this in this <laughs> massive amount of I've read or watched. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do like the short version of all of them. I'm trying to give you the five minute version of the two hours I've heard or more. Oh my God. Apparently, the 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 bus scene in the old guy checkers. Um, the, the the old the old guy's checkers. Well, they one one of them represents Great Britain and one of them represents America. The one with the the hat represents America, but not because of the hat. Because apparently he raises his hand higher than the other guy raises his hand. Um, because that has something to do with like a goat with horns. It's in the Bible. I don't really know. Um, I'm sure somebody out there does. Um, 
but there's that, and uh, and apparently uh, the ladies on the bus because Sai's standing in the middle aisle, meaning he is not right nor left, which is this is this is the the Antichrist is true uh, platform. He's neither going to be right nor left. He's going to be a nice middle ground candidate, right? Who who at first people are going to you know not pay attention to, but the more he's around, the more excited they'll be and they'll flock to him. They'll flock to him like apparently some guy in the Bible who like had a lot of ladies wanting him. Once again, some of that lost me, um, but it's apparently proof <laughs> and i believe it's either in i bet it's in daniel because he likes daniel and revelations and that's about it um and so that's his platform on earth is that he's going to be he's going to be super middle ground and he's going to appeal to everybody he's going to be the the, the 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 perfect candidate and the and you're like well this is juxtaposed with the uh with the with the guys exploding because they're playing checkers which not only represents the destruction of great britain and america and the western way by the east um, it, it also represents like the destruction of like the, the, the patriarchal society that's been set up by, I, I guess, um, you know, white men in power. Um, and then we see him chasing ladies that are walking backwards, which, which means that, uh, destruction is coming from the East to the West. And then we see him like in this stable, like practice place with what? Four horses where he is riding at you. They're obviously the four horsemen. I mean, come on, that, that's obvious. And then we see him like you're on the boat with the swans. Um, that's that's them being conquered by water. And then he's angry at the girl's butt. <laughs> that was what I really <laughs> to know about. <laughs> Which that's what he describes. Now, I when I saw this scene, did you think he was angry no, at the I girl's butt? I thought he butt? was so impressed he... with it that that was the only way he could react. That's what my thought was too, but apparently, um, this guy thinks he's angry at the girl's butt. Um, that's working out in her shorty shorts, as he puts it. Which I guess that's what I would put it as too. So I don't know why I'm delineating that as separate. Um, what would you call those shorts, Cody? I'm sorry. Anytime I see this dance, all I think of is I don't even think of it as a horse dance anymore. It's a bear walk dance. It's so fucking funny to me. Um, no, I, I think Shorty Shorts is an accurate Daisy Dukes, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, I think so. yeah, yeah. Um, so, see, I, but apparently in some interview that this, th- that they were interviewing him here, like, in America, someone asked the question, like, why he's angry at her butt, and his response was, um, because her butt is angry at him. <laughs> so, which, you know, if someone asked me that question, that might be my response as well. Right. Because <laughs> apparently that did not translate to, to a couple people in this world. I just thought it was like, that is such an amazing butt, I wish I had it! <laughs> yeah, I looked at it as like, I don't know how else to react! Thank God for yoga! I mean, I'm not an ass man, but it is a nice ass, right. I guess, you know? I just figured that was like, yoga! Thank you! <laughs> Yeah. Um I I know that symbolizes like um s- s- one it shows how he's a lion apparently because lions are angry at butts. And and that um oh um I I think it was like the idolatry of the form or something like that was what he said. And then we come to the dance off scene which is the most prophetic of all of it. Um he actually changed now never never say like a religious person can't change their mind or something because he did. He originally thought this meant something about like um the uh, Satan gloating after beating beating the church and God. But apparently he changed his mind about that. So so like so yeah like the the yellow guy comes in out of his red convertible uh, by yellow guy if you've never seen the video he's wearing a yellow suit. I'm not being racist. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's the yellow guy. <laughs> well, apparently he represents Pope Benedict, the whatever, the 16th, I right. think, right? The, the Pope that at the time of his original recording of this was still poping, opposed to getting, like, depoped. 
which, as he puts, like, him stepping down, because, well, as you'll see in the scene, um, they have a big dance-off, um, all the girls run away from him, which which represents the papal celibacy, which he originally thought meant that it was the church scaring away people, and I've watched and this video something. so many times. <laughs> the Bear Water Goggum style. <laughs> yes. Well, just so I can follow this, I'm wa- Well, the entire world has watched Goggum style so many times as well, so... <laughs> no, like, when I can follow this, I just keep watching it over and over again. Yeah, well, apparently, like, him being Pope Benedict and losing to a dance-off, and we know he's the Pope Benedict because if you look at his license plate, it says 555 in it, which is the number of the church, if you were unaware, apparently. Apparently, not just the devil has numbers that are repetitive groups of threes. God, they really... Okay, so why why are his uh, taillights flashing? What does that mean? You know, he never goes into that, but I always assumed it was, like, something to do with, like, the, like, the dire, um, uh, direness of the situation. And also, one thing he never puts that, points out, which I would have pointed out, is how he comes, how he's going the wrong way out of this, out of this underground parking lot. Because there's clearly marked on the, on the ground where his car is, um, an arrow pointing back, but he's going the wrong way. I feel that they should have, I feel that it represents the church is going in the wrong path ah. somehow. But the scene apparently represents, um, the martyrdom of, of the Pope, who was going to be the second to last Pope. And I guess going to be the last true Pope or something like that. And, um, also if you look at the symbology, you know, it's like, well, it's a red car, which is red is associated with, with, you know, martyrdom. Um, it's a Mercedes, which, you know, is a German car, which the Pope is German, and other weird num- numerology things. Um, he had something to do with this elevator scene, but I can't really remember other than the fact that he was saying how, how apparently uh, the Antichrist is not only going to be um, bisexual and gay, apparently, which apparently are different somehow. And also, um, his girlfriend in this is also another representation of, of, of the false prophet. See, I was really hoping for, like, deep symbolism out of, like, air-humping cowboy in the elevator, because that's definitely my favorite part of this video. <laughs> I know there was some in that, but um, we know that the girlfriend's the false prophet because she has cross earrings, and it represents a marriage, a literal marriage, between the two, the false prophet and the Antichrist, because during the strobe scene, you could see her cross earrings go across his ring finger. And um, we also know that she's a representation of the, cur- of the church because um, some of the numbers on her shirt and because uh, because the shirt things look like bingo numbers and churches are associated with bingo. That is legitimately one of his reasons. What? Why does he flop around in the tub randomly? Was there a reason for that? Oh, well, that's obviously representing, once again, him being the, the Antichrist rising from ah, the water. of course. And, um, so apparently the Antichrist is and, really clumsy. And because, look, he's got the gog... Yeah. No, it's him. It's him stalking out, and the guy in the background is also another representation of the of the of the, uh, the what's it called? False prophet. <laughs> and of course, like the weird subversion of the girl being on top in that scene, and then I didn't even I don't really understand the whole part. But apparently, his bow tie being untied is a symbol of two phalluses. <laughs> so, and, and and I mean, I think we could all figure out the scene with him on the toilet pretty easy, right? Not only does he have two phalluses in there, which also look like elevens, which are apparently important, <laughs> um, because I believe it means I believe he said like the number eleven. Is a representation of like men laying with men because it, I guess because two ones look like phalluses to him. He has a thing about phalluses. Um, you could look that up on your own, people. It's worth it. Um, he Anderson Cooper calls calls Anderson, him out on it. It's it's worth it. Oh man, is it worth it? And he responds to Anderson Cooper, which is even better. And um, then the scene at the end is the mo- is also very prophetic because if you look at the big dance number of the scene at the end in in the in the dance club, well, what do we see here? People from all around the world are depicted by their clothing, and all walks of life, all are gathered behind the Antichrist and the false prophet. Yeah. So yeah, there's so much to this, and if you want like your dose of crazy for the day, just go through one. Of- you know, I might put links to all of the videos 
that that deal with with with, with just Gangnam Style. He also is a big fan of Sai though in general. He's covered other of his videos. Um, particularly there's a if you're unaware that there's apparently one that he does with Snoop Dogg. Though I kind of feel it's more like it. They kind of describe it as is like a Psy song featuring Snoop Dogg. I think it's kind of the other way around. It's more like Psy in the Snoop Dogg song. So I think there's a lot more Snoop Dogg in it. So, which I guess I'm not complaining so about. So what, what does the Snoop Dogg represent in that one? I'm just curious. <laughs> you know, I didn't watch the entire thing on that one yet, but apparently it's also. I, I think that one's like a positive message about how how he feels that the Antichrist can be defeated. I, like like that that's how to defeat the Antichrist in that one. Where Psy once again pr- portrays the role of the Antichrist, and I guess Snoop Dogg is that Jesus? <laughs> I'm just gonna go Snoop with it. Jesus or Jesus dog? I like, I like Snoop <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. Snoop Jesus sounds kind of like like Snoop Jesus teen detective. But um, so I, I I guess I guess Jesus dog. This um, video which, this video to this exactly song what, is fucking insane. What what the, the Snoop the, Jesus the, the, one? Well, Snoop dog? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I watched it and it is uh. It's apparently what I, I I think it's a prophetic message about not drinking too much. It's a lot like because I got high. I think. I don't know how you see any symbolism in the. I, I'm sorry, Third Eagle of the Apocalypse and you know, Prophet of the End Times or whatever. I'm sorry. I don't know how you see anything in any of these. I think it's just a cultural difference and we don't get it because it's like oh, crazy Asian stuff. See, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think the I think the Bishop of the you know, the the Fifth Bishop of the Rapture ha- is on to something because it's just too strange to not be prophetic. And there are just too many things in there. That you're like, really? Huh? I wonder why he chose four horses. I wonder. That shot glass scene's pretty yeah, nifty in that. Yeah. Thing. I know. Though. Shot glass dominoes. I, I wish I was at a bar where I saw right? that happen. Um, welcome to SciCast, everyone. I like I like the big Sin City thing in there, but, you know, it involves Sin City, so of course we'd like it. Oh, <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> you get to see Science Troop Dog at the same scene, which I, I really feel would be people that would, would go out together. Yeah, they, they definitely seem like they enjoy one another's company. <laughs> But apparently Snoop Dogg likes to hang out with Willie Nelson as well. So can you imagine those three? What, are, are they like the Holy Trinity, do you think? Snoop Dogg, Willie Nelson, and Psy? God, can you imagine like just the amount of, like, just if you decided, oh, I'm going to hang with these guys for a night, like how fucked up your brain would be between, like, that w- just in general. Well, I was really going with like the amount of marijuana that probably gets consumed. See, I don't know. You know, I don't know size. Uh, if he has any vices other than uh, cheap suits and, and dancing funny, <laughs> which you know, I really just kind of prescribed. You know, the whole Gogum style when I saw it first was like, oh, hey, look, uh, you know, the seventies reached Korea. <laughs> The music, the dancing, the suits. I just really took it as like, wow, we don't understand anything about this culture at all, but it's crazy, and we and I enjoy funny crazy. Yeah, like like for instance, the, the swimming pool scene. That's probably more likely a bathhouse. Sorry, I'm like I'm like mystified Which, yeah. by this by this fucking Snoop Dogg thing. It's not nearly as entertaining as like Gangnam Style, The Walking Bears, though. Which I recommend. <laughs> that's just worth it for. It might be the title of the episode: <laughs> Gangnam Style, The Walking Bears. I literally had to stop watching the fucking bear video just like so I could listen to you because I was like mystified by it. I'm going. I'm... <laughs> you know, maybe you should put on the put on YouTube just a clip of bears walking up with Gogum style under it and see how many hits you can get. I guess we could do tune in next week 
Tune in next week, gentle listeners, to hear about strippers. Cody's misadventures in the bathroom come up again. And That's right. We're going to bring you more board shenanigans tropes for your board shenanigans listening pleasure. We're, we're here to do the same thing in different ways in funnier ways. That's right. Constant improvement through repetition. Will Brewer succumb to the evil forces of his evil microwave? Will you know exactly what an Eerdos number is? Tune in next week, kids, to find out so tune in also to hear more misquoted bible verses speaking of which do you have any good words to leave the illustrious listening audience with i do but i'm not completely sure if i've used this one before but i'm gonna do it again anyways if that's the case and apparently in this voice why not after parting the Red Sea, Moses was able to cross it easily and plain. But the Egyptians were at his heels until he turned around, stamping his staff upon the ground, yelling, You shall not pass! And then the waters crashed down upon them. Amen! Oh man, it's been, it's been a long day. I don't know what could make my day better. Do you know Jolene? Why, in fact, I do. That would be going to bspodcast.us. Oh, I've heard about that, especially on their Facebook page and their Twitter, and I think I have them in my iTunes feed. Also, Stitcher. Oh, I'm sure you do, because they're the sexiest boys on all the podcasts. Yes, indeed they are. So, I think I think we should all go and enjoy, enjoy some of their fine soup eating right now. Oh, indeed. And that's all that matters. Try, try to steal my thingy there? <laughs> you stole my thing. Birds! Like, you've stolen that. <laughs> stolen your birds? Yeah. <laughs>